Greetings, nerds. This is Dana Nerd. I'm your host, Sarah Belmont. And with me, as always, is our Mr. Producer, Will Paul. How are you doing tonight, Will? I don't know, Sarah. I The gremlins struck, like, literally right when it was time for us to start recording. <laughs> yeah. So, 20 minutes later, we're finally started recording. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My bad. I am sorry. I am sorry. May a couple of my, my shitty equipment, like, let me down tonight, but... Hopefully we'll I will we will rebound and have a have a wonderful show. It happens. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But the rec- yeah, but the recorder is going. That was the main thing. I was like, let me just make sure that I hit record so that we don't talk for an hour and then like, because this has happened before where the recorder wasn't on and we had a, a probably our best show ever and it didn't get recorded. <laughs> yeah, it's happened a few times. Hey. No, I'm, I mean, I'm not just talking about you. Like, okay. in previous <laughs> shows that I used to do, it, like, it, it's happened. It happens to everyone. Yeah, okay. okay. Um, but enough of all this boring talk. Like, yeah, yeah we got I a lot don't of good... think people want to hear about that. Instead, no. they want to hear that I forgot Cobra Kai existed, and then I was reminded that it not only exists, but it's coming back for season five, and they did drop a um, trailer which looks corny as shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they they did drop a trailer. I guess it was beginning of the week or over the weekend, uh, announcing that they were coming back early this time. Uh, the show usually has traditionally been dropping around New Year's, I guess, since it's been on Netflix. But this year, they are coming back early on September the 9th. Yes, they are. They are coming back and they are continuing a storyline that is just getting out of hand with characters who are far from who they were in the first season. Yeah, yeah. They're like, they're mining the second and third movies now. And if they start to, next thing you know, we're going to have Will Smith's son with the the Karate Kid reboot for season six, right? Right, (laughs) right. Definitely. Speaking yeah. about shows returning, Upload has been officially renewed for a season three. However, despite my opinion, it won't be called Download, which is a spoiler for if you watch the show. And if you don't yeah. watch the show, then you have no idea why I would want that. <laughs> <laughs> we just we just uh, watched uh, season two. You know, it's it, it holds up very well on second rewatch, and mm-hmm. and and uh, the season is. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a fun season. You know, I won't spoil it for for folks who haven't watched it um, or, or listened to our, our recaps from a, a few weeks ago. But uh, go check it out. It's it's actually a fun topical show, and uh, and yeah, I, I, you know, it takes all it, it, you know in a similar vein to the Good Place. But then just imagine a Good Place if it were on a streaming service with the creative freedoms that they have with on on, on the platform. Yeah, definitely. Um, Now, not so much about shows being renewed, but um, Will, you have a new show this week that just came back, Star Trek Strange New Worlds. How was that? Yeah, so it's a brand new show. It's a spinoff of, uh, well, actually, it's a a series pickup 55 or 56 years later for star trek if you if you really want to be technical about it but um yeah so it was it's called star trek strange new worlds it 
premiered its first episode last week. Uh, I haven't watched second episode to drop today, but uh, it is chronicling the adventures of Captain Christopher Pike in the original Star Trek timeline, not the not the movie timeline that uh, was rebooted in two thousand nine. But uh, yeah, the the original pilot that uh, famously did not get picked up the series way back in nineteen sixty five sixty six. Um, for Star Trek was picked up the series uh, this year and they of course obviously using uh, obviously new actors and stuff from Star we saw Captain Pike um, in Star Trek Discovery season 2 and so it's kind of a spinoff of Star Trek Discovery uh, season 2 and Anson Mount who uh, we will talk about as here in a few minutes when we get the Doctor Strange 2 uh, play Christopher Pike. Uh, they also have uh, Una uh, number one, and she is uh, the first officer for the Starship Enterprise. It's set uh, about six years before Captain Kirk takes command of the of the Enterprise. But uh, I have to say, loved loved the this, the first episode of this uh, series. It's getting back to the Shows roots as far as more episodic uh, television versus the uh, sort of s- seasonal arcs that we've seen in the in the New Trek series uh, like Picard and Discovery. Uh, just knocked it out of the park. Really, really, really enjoyed it. Uh, a lot of topical things that uh, tonally that uh, Star Trek has been known for as far as using the allegory. Uh, in, in using current day events to deal with, um, uh, it, you know, in a futuristic setting, and uh, it, you know, so it really is really is getting back to sort of the roots of, of the series, which I think uh, it, a lot of old head fans definitely feel like the the new track has kind of watered down or doesn't even address at all. So you know, I, I if you're if you're a Star Trek fan, I strongly recommend it. I think uh, for folks who have been grumbling about Picard uh, and even Star Trek Discovery, I think this this hopefully will uh, help you find your your love for the series once again and the franchise once again. Well, um, things. Um, so I did watch the latest episode of We Own This City. Mm-hmm. I don't remember too much about it because it was, to me, it's not a bad episode. It just also, I think it, it didn't do anything special or I wasn't, I wasn't as, I don't know how to put this. It just, I preferred episode two and one over this one. To me, I feel like it just was kind of like, we need to get these characters and like the story going in a certain direction. So we're we're just moving along in the whole case and it unraveling and everything. Um, and and I was thinking about it. I know in previous shows I've said they're holding Burnthal back. And what I mean by that, because I don't think I've been very clear about that, is present day. Mm-hmm. Not We're getting a lot of history with him and it's interesting with all of the timelines that are going on because we mainly see him in the early early 2000s um and not so much while we see the other corrupted cops in the um mid 2010s and then we we see we're seeing everyone come up in this jail and start to be interrogated and 
Um, but we have yet to see him. And so that's what I really mean by they're holding back on his character because we just see glimpses and, and it's really clever because it's like, he's reliving all of this, um, as they, they, as things are, as they're waiting to talk and see what, um, is known and what isn't known and who will betray. It's, it's really interesting, but yeah, I just, there was something about this episode where it didn't have as much, um, magic as the other two did for me. So. Yeah, so I, I I hear what you're saying. I think the thing about this series, and I, I will say that the I I, I I like this episode. You're you're right. I think it was really getting deeper into some of the other. I know, like for example, the the homicide detective and and wanting you know, working the one case where. Uh, he was going back into the going into that one particular neighborhood and and investigating and, and and really getting into some of the structural issues at the Baltimore Police Department uh, around post Freddie Gray, and 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 it really dived into that more this this episode I think uh, with, with with some of the other characters and and and, and Barenthal's character Wayne Jenkins you know it it, it fleshes out some of I guess his evolution, and I guess his descent into the the corruption aspect. Yeah, but we got that last episode. Yeah, you, but it, you yeah. we start to see harder lines get crossed. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, and and that's what I meant by gets deeper into that. Right. I mean, we we you know we whenever for example there was one particular scene that stands out where they're uh, at that that uh, car wash and. And they were interrogating uh, a suspect, and 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 you know you see him, and you also see the homicide detective. I think I think he was also part then part of the gun task force. Right, right. Uh, for, for a period of time, and then he transferred. And yeah. So I'm waiting for them to be clear about what his homicide case has to do with the the gun thing. So. Yeah. Yeah, but I th- yeah, I think and I think I don't know if it's directly tied, but don't but also, tell me what you know. Well, I don't I know. I I, I, I I don't spoilers. No spoilers. The only thing I the only thing that I read it. about it was one of the, the situation that happened at the end of the episode and how true to life that particular situation was, but. Um, but no, as far as a homicide detective, I I think they were using his story this week to sort of sharpen the I guess like as you were saying the lines between him and and hit and how he does his police work and the other people in the Baltimore Police Department because he had an interaction with one particular officer who like found a random shell casing and they were all wondering like well why why did why he. Where what what do these shell case what, what police officer like picks up random shell casings at uh just it, it, it basically like in a in a normal day in Baltimore <laughs> you know so you know so I think they were Wait, using what the, about the end of the episode uh, you the, it was very real it's like is that where they're that was the, the the guy who got gunned down in his front yard. That was a real right, situation. Right, right. Okay, that's what I thought, but I wasn't yeah. sure. 
Um, yeah, that, yeah that, that, that was a good moment. Yeah. Because yeah. I really, I really like that. Um, and I like how much they're, they're doing a lot with the corrupted cops in being confronted by, with the evidence against them <laughs> in terms of, of their, of their eyes and how they don't have much dialogue, um, in some of those moments. Um, but you can see it like what is going on mentally just through their eyes. Who, whoever casted this show did a very good job. Yeah, totally. They totally did. They, they really did. Uh, and uh, I, those, those interrogations and how they set those scenes up. And then, like you said, not only from their acting as far as their eyes, but then also when it cut to the flashback about the incidents that they're discussing, it, it all really just edited well together. And just right. really keeps keeps you, and I think that's what's been lacking in some of the things that we've been like watching lately is just just the pacing and editing and just this construction of a narrative that makes you just sit on the edge of your seat for the whole hour. Even though this episode, I will agree, wasn't as 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 uh, edge of your seat as the first two were, it still was a good good hour of television. Right, right. Well, then again, I mean, we're talking about an HBO Max show versus most of the shows that we watch are on the CW. However, yeah, yeah they are going to town, cutting things left and right. Oh, um, gosh, yeah. hold, not holding back at all. Um, but before we get into the cancellations, I do want to make a note that both Gotham Knights was picked on picked up by the CW along with their beloved supernatural prequel, which if it's supernatural, of course they're gonna try because that show, the little show that could yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for, for 15 um, years. <laughs> so congratulations there. However, as of today, nine total have been canceled within the last two weeks, including Naomi, which we just got word about today. And we will be talking about its not season finale, but series finale that aired um, this past week. But yeah, I, it makes sense. A lot. I feel like we, we've talked about this, beating this horse to death. Like the CW, definitely there was a period where the shows were working, um, but towards the later better half of the last decade it's been falling off trends so i feel like they're they're wanting yeah. to um clean up shop and rebrand and get some different things out there that maybe will connect with more viewers yeah i think that i think that's definitely what part of it you know obviously we've talked about the sale another thing that i don't think we really got into much uh is how the at least I know what the DC in particular like what the DC TV shows and even some of the others like uh, Dynasty, which was one of the casualties today, and some others, is they had a street you know they had a deal with Netflix to that um, whatever these shows ended their run on you know their season run on on CW they all went over to Netflix and in many cases that's that's where they made their money. Because it was like a billion dollar deal that they had with Netflix. And when that deal expired, then, and, and with the, because one, the deal expired because HBO Max came into existence. So things like Batwoman and, and a lot of the DC shows were going to go straight to either Bat to either uh, HBO Max or if they were produced by the Paramount side of the operation, they were going to go to Paramount Plus. 
then you know the the funding stream to, to help support the budgets for these shows just just dried up and that was so that was some aspects of it learn more about batwoman and legends i think part of the reason why they were canceled was uh, it was partly cost uh there i read today i think it was even a hollywood reporter or somewhere or maybe deadline that the leases for the sound stages for those shows actually like ended and and you know as and as we've talked about just the overall restructuring of the network as they are for sale is for sale so you know i think the writing's on the wall with with with, with the, on the business side with a lot of these a lot of these shows uh they just just can't be sustained and and they're like as you said, as as we've noted, uh, they're they're probably they are going to go for a rebrand here. So, yeah, I think the the age of what we've known uh, over the last decade or so is definitely definitely coming to an end. Yeah, definitely. And speaking about endings, so um, did you watch? Did you finish watching the the two parter of Naomi before yeah. you heard this news? I did. I did. Oh, okay. Okay, so because I I started the second episode last night, but didn't finish it, so I finished it today after I knew. Mm-hmm. Right. So right. so when you when you realized that that was a series finale, what were your thoughts? Um, I was disappointed, especially given the ending, because I, I felt that, and, and and we've talked about this show over the for for a, pretty much the full full run. Uh, I think we may miss one episode or two or so, but, uh, you know, it was a slow burn. It definitely had its, had its issues, uh, as far as one, just budget. <laughs> I mean, and it showed, um, uh, you know, scheduling also did not help, but as far as the story in and of itself, I, I felt that the back half of the season definitely got, it got stronger as it found its legs. And the 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 way that the penultimate it, it was it was I, it was I watched the I watched the penultimate and the finale back to back, and 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 as a cohesive end of season, it it really I thought it really did a very good job of wrapping up a lot of loose ends that as 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 we've seen her the slow burn of her growth into a learning about her powers and learning about her background. And, and then when we got to the end of the, the, the episode and the end of the season with the, uh, with the uh, reveal that it, her adoptive parents were, were the ones who were behind the, the murder of her, her birth parents and, 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 and how they, the slow burn worked as far as it's building the narrative of the, tw- the, the, the 29 and all the machinations on, on the on earth 29. So before I got the word of the story this week, I was really looking forward to season two and, and seeing where they picked, picked up um, the storyline. And, and one of the things, you know, getting back to outside of your, real world and outside of universe. Uh, I, I did see in, in, in a deadline that I know the production studio behind Naomi is, is, is looking for uh, a home for, for the show. And, you know, 
we, we've heard that story before. I mean, we're still waiting for Krypton season three, so I'm not I'm not hopeful that it'll get picked up by anyone else. But you know, but who knows? Maybe this one will. But I, I just, unfortunately, I don't know if it has the 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 fandom and vocal fandom that say uh, a Batwoman or a Legends has that I think has will probably have a better luck of of something like that happening than this show. It's sad because I think Legend has the loudest voice. I think even Batwoman, yeah, they, there's, there's, um, Batman, Batwoman ratings were not the best. <laughs> so no, no. I mean, even though they I mean, seem loud, they're, yeah. they, I don't think their, um, their fandom is that, um, loud. But regardless, this is about Naomi right now. Yeah. Um, so for me, the first episode was better than the second episode. I didn't like the parent plot twist. Mm-hmm. I think what they're, what they've done with the parent stuff, this whole entire season has, has been kind of like, how many times does she have to get mad at her adopted parents? And also, I mean, I kind of feel like the, because it's, again, the adopted parents are the worst. It, I feel like if we got a second to, second second season, they would then use the, oh, no, Brutus, like, he manipulated your memory. And so that's what you think you saw, but that's not your real memory. Because in thinking about this show, what they've done kind of a very poor job of doing is explaining powers. I have no idea what her powers are. I have no idea what any of their powers are. It's like this random stuff. And I'm just like, okay, cool. But seriously, they're, like they didn't have those episodes where you can understand the the um, the boundaries and the limits. And, mm-hmm. and I get it. She's, she's a lot like Superman, which they, there was a good, good piece of information about a callback of the first episode and her encounter with Superman. But still, I feel as though she is such a new character Mm -hmm. that to then build an entire superhero origin but still not really understand what her powers are, just that she's this mighty being, then... You're, you're you're leaving your you're allowing yourself to basically be able to use her as a MacGuffin for anything, but at the same time, your viewers are sitting here and being like, "Okay, well, it's Naomi, so she'll just do something, and it'll get it'll get out of it." Like, I don't know. There there there's something about it that kind of rubs me the wrong way. Um, I find it hilarious that. Again, with all of these CW superhero shows, it's only a matter of time before everyone knows your identity. Yeah. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. Yeah. And and it was and it was cute that the Scooby Gang actually got to be heroes as well. But still, I was like, okay, that's like a lot of people finding out this huge thing, being perfectly fine with it within the matter of minutes, and. Yeah, I don't know. Like yeah. I this show, I think it had a lot of potential. Yeah. I can see why it got canceled and why the fandom isn't there for it because I think there's a lot of missed opportunities and I think that this could have been written differently. Yeah. To get more fans on board. I think so. I think yeah. I mean, I, I you know, we 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 discussed a lot of the the narrative uh issues that they, that they've had throughout the season. Uh, from the very beginning, and I completely agree. I mean, structurally, there were there were 
there were some structural components to the show that definitely hurt it. Uh, you know, as far as as far as just the way they they pace things out. You know, it. I I, I actually, for, for me, it was kind of refreshing to see the 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 growth of uh, of her powers throughout the year. Uh, it, it was it was. We've gotten so used to like, oh, and this, you know, some people, you know, people get superpowers and and then boom, they figure out like, you know, they know how to use them all all at once. But, you know, but I think, I think the, I think the way you can look at the season, it was like the first half of the season and even, and maybe this is part of the structural thing that maybe they could have done a better job of is that it it was a show. It seemed that they were focusing on all these other other things. And, oh yeah, by the way, there's these superpowers in the background. Um, and then as we get like in the back quarter of the season, then we they, I don't know if it was because of budget or what, but then they really started like dumping all these things in there. And like you said, it was like the MacGuffin for oh she's you know MacGuffin Naomi for everything. So. I think that was, I think that did make it very difficult because uh, a lot of people who were, who saw this and were expecting a superhero show and, and, and used to the, the usual construct that we have with these types of, sh- of shows, we're used to seeing more of the powers earlier, early on in universe and then out of universe. It's not that I wanted more of the powers or yeah. anything. And I totally agree with you that, I mean, this show does follow that traditional thing with the growing of the powers and discovering. I mean, even though Barry was summed up really easy, his powers grew with every season and was able to do new things and push further and go faster and all of that. But I'm just saying there's something about this character where it it just... I... I think the problem was that you had two conflicting mysteries. You had the mystery about, okay, she's an alien from a different universe, not just from a different planet. And so you're grappling with that information and what does that mean along at the same time, like, well, she has these powers, but we don't know anything about the origin. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. The, like, they had way too much mystery going on and mysteries all over the place that, to the point where I kind of was just like, well, I don't care anymore. The mystery like, on top of the mystery swallowed up the, swall- swallowed up the hole. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. okay, well, well, there's another mystery. Yeah, yeah, and and I think the other and part of it too is I'm just you know again getting it out out of out of universe, but in the real world is something that you and I have both complained about not only with this show but also with Superman and Lois with is the CW's goddamn scheduling. It it just just it, they 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 don't they, they hurt their shows. And they hurt this. They hurt this show, and I think even maybe to some degree hurt Superman and Lois because they they they're scheduling it's like all out of out of whack. I mean, you know, part if you know they knew that the for example 
they premiered the show in January. They knew the Olympics were coming in, in late January, early February. Wait till after the Olympics to like air it so that we don't see the show for like a week. And then it's gone for like a month. And then we got to like, you know, come back and try to get reacquainted with the character that we just met. And, and you know, and, and, and people were already kind of like, eh, about it when he saw the pilot. So it was from, from the gate, this show had so many like challenges, you know, not only, you know, but being a new show and, and just, you know, the, the issues that we've articulated tonight and other times we've reviewed it, but then you got the scheduling aspects of it. It, it, it just never had a chance. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. So we'll see how the how the CW is changing up their lineup, but we'll see if they can also figure out the her schedules for these uh, yeah. new shows. Maybe the, maybe the new ownership will help them figure that out. <laughs> maybe, maybe. All right. Well, yeah, yeah. enough talk about a show that's canceled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's but talk about. Yeah, we enjoyed it, Naomi. Hopefully, you'll get picked up somewhere else. But uh, I, I, I still enjoyed it more than I did. But I, I, I did. I always did. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's all good. Yeah. All right. So, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. We both have seen it. We both have heard a lot of talk, a lot of debate about this movie. Will, what were your thoughts? So, I, I, as I, I had my. Out of the theater thoughts. I messaged you a couple of days ago saying they have that my out of the theater thoughts were still the same, and tonight they are the same. I really enjoyed this movie. I really did. And the more a distance I get from it, the more I enjoy it. Uh, is it flawless? No. Is any movie flawless? No. But no way I, home. No way home. No way home. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> No, it had this, yeah, it, overall, yeah, I mean, it, it was like, you know, I guess a 90, 98 out of... <laughs> no, continue, continue. I didn't yeah. need to get you off track, but yeah, Dr. Strange, you loved it. I didn't love it. I, I like, I, no, there's a love and there's a, you know, I loved No Way Home. I really okay. like this. I mean, let's, I, I want to be clear. I, I, yeah. Got it, got it. Yeah. You're, you're taking No Way Home to prom, but you're not going to go... With you're gonna just meet up with yeah, Doctor yeah. Strange too. Oh, we're meeting, yeah, we're meeting up for coffee. See right. where it's gonna. Yeah, okay. yeah, okay. yeah. But um, yeah, but um, I, you know, I, I, I think the the things the things that as I have heard people talk about it, and you know, and and, and talk to some people about it uh, as well, you know, because. There's folks who are saying it's retcon undermined Wanda. It's, you know, there's no Loki. There's no what if. There's no this. There's no that. But the more I think about it, it, it I, I feel like all the things, as I said that night right fresh out of the theater, I feel like it, it really is a payoff for the, the Disney Plus shows that we've, we've watched the last year or so. Because uh, even though it may not hit you over the head with some of the things, if you really just carefully think about it and just sort of ride the story as it is given, it, there are elements of Loki. There are elements of uh, what if. Uh, it, it all sprinkled throughout. 
and and of course, and even Spider Man. I see why they like switched the order of, of of the films now, as well. So, I really liked it, and we can we'll get into it more detail here here in a bit. But I'd like to hear your thoughts on the film. Yeah, um, I don't understand the criticism about Wanda um, because the end credit scene to Wanda Vision. If, if you watch it and pay attention to it, she was not in control. Nope. Nope. <laughs> so I'm sorry. I un- I understand that what I understand that people are are like, yeah, but I mean that was one scene, okay, but it still was there. The one thing that I would criticize in that is that it sounded like the boys were screaming for help, but mm-hmm. that wasn't happening. Like like Wanda went into a different thing, but maybe that was the dark hold trying to convince her that this was the right path. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I give a lot of shit about trailers. One thing they did protect in mm-hmm. my opinion, and granted I've like seen maybe 25% of the Dr. Strange two trailers. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard a lot of the spoilers that came out of them, but I feel like they did a good job protecting Wanda as the main villain. Yeah, um, they did. I feel bad for all of the little children in my audience. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But some of the parts, like right before, during the trailers, I will not forget, I swear to God, this kid probably was five, maybe six. He he was, he was, he, he sounded really young. And he's like, because um, Thor trailer aired. And he's like, oh, yeah. see, I told you there would be another Marvel movie. <laughs> <laughs> and so and so it's and then and then as the movie goes on i'm thinking to myself damn this kid must be terrified right now. yeah the, the, <laughs> this, the, yeah this is as close to a rated r mcu movie as oh I yeah get. yeah i was i was kind of shocked by i was i wasn't shocked um it was funny because i kept thinking about my reaction to the opening sequence of the in, in, infinity war Mm-hmm. And um, I had, I remember some kids in my audience like being like, oh no, I'm scared, like that. And I was thinking, okay, this is, this is good if it can get me that same feeling mm-hmm. as the opening sequence in Infinity War. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. as a whole, I have like not thought about this movie. <laughs> I, I I was like, okay, it happened. That's fine. Yeah. And um, I still think the best story to have been told about Doctor Strange is the What If episode. I think this oh, yeah. movie is more should be renamed Wanda in the Multiverse of Madness because I I think the flaw of the movie is Doctor Strange himself doesn't really go on a hero's journey. Mm. He. And and his hero's journey is probably, in my opinion, one of the biggest cliches of it all. Like, you got to let somebody else hold the scalpel. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Oh, great. How many times are we going to hear that? Luckily, Double we didn't. Up. But it was visually played out. And yeah. and it was weird because it was it, – it, then his journey and story – kind of got squashed by Wanda and all of that, which is totally anchored in WandaVision. And then you add on American Chavez, who I, again, another person I forgot was going to even be in this thing. And, and it's just, I think for, for, I think the flaw really is 
and it's weird because we've talked about movies in the past and it's like if they just had a better villain mm-hmm. i this movie had the a great villain yeah the hero did not match it mm, yeah yeah that, that's that's a very that's a very fair point i mean and and i've heard that's one of the one of the big criticisms as far as the naming of the film i i 100% agree with you that they did a, a tremendous job of of hiding the fact that Wanda was going to turn heel, and 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 so it, it's funny. Some of the people, you know, some of the conversation I've had with folks have been like the the heel turn. They just can't they can't wrap themselves to it because they get they're so wrapped. I guess they're so wrapped up in their fandom or standom of of Wanda that you know they're like, but wait, but you know, they're like, but I get a lot of but but but. And, and and then also, you know, I came as far as America. I, I I was not I was not very familiar with that character at all. So I was coming into it cold into it cold as far as uh, what her skill set and, and power structure is. So you know, so I the, you know I think that could be a, a good thing or a bad thing depending on how you look at it. You know, on the good on the good side is. I won't be like comic book nerd picking nitpicking about every little thing because it dif- it differs from the comic book, and I've. Uh, but the bad side of it is is uh, I you know you don't have the full context of like their, their backstory and you know and 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 how they've adapted the backstory to fit the story the narrative that they're doing in, in the film, uh, but uh, but. It's, but you're right. I, I, I think that was definitely a, a, a flaw that Strange was, you know, how we sometimes joke about, like, on the Flashberries, the, it's like taking back seat in his own, in his own show. And, yeah, but, and, I mean, if you, to bring up America again, and to go yeah. off of your point about her, like, even her as a hero, she wasn't fully fleshed out. And no. so they really tried to build this, this father-daughter relationship that is very hearkened to a Peter Peter Parker and um, Tony Stark mm-hmm. dynamic, but there were parts missing. And the more I think about this movie, which again, I haven't really thought too much about, I I was excited we're finally getting a two-hour movie. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> I think we could have used 20 more minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like, like there, there was just not enough character because this movie is truly an adventure mm-hmm. movie. Like it's an action pace movie from the very first sequence and forward. Like it's it's nonstop. It's quickly moving. Um, and but the characters themselves, it, there, there's not enough. And maybe that's because of how much they had to do with Wanda. Like. I think with the villains again, they did a lot of work. With the heroes, not so much. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. You're right. I mean, I, I think that is a that that is a fundamental flaw with with this film. Uh, and I can't I, I can't really defend that that flaw. I mean, it, it, it it's a, it's a it was a big problem, but but I think you and and far like you said. It was only I was excited that finally a two hour runtime, but this is one of those situations where maybe another fifteen minutes or so just to give the heroes a little bit deeper characterization because 
you know, the last time we saw Doctor Strange, as far as in live action, was um, was you know was in No Way Home. But even even but even with that, you know, he was a supporting character, and you know, and it was post blip. So we're it would have been good to just sort of get a little bit more about what's been going on with him beyond knowing that Christine is getting married and he's going to the, the wedding. And, and then, like you said, you know, from exactly. the get, we, 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 know, we get, we don't even get our universe is strange from the beginning of the film. We get another universe is strange. Which yeah, my biggest issue with that sequence is the CGI sucked. And I was kind of like, when is this going to be over with? Oh, my yeah. God. I didn't even realize the ponytail until he woke up. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah. to talk about Christine. Okay. Yeah. I Again, I don't really remember the first Doctor Strange. I've tried to watch it. Don't really remember it. Yeah. I've gotten to know his character through the other movies and all of his Same. other appearances. Love him. Um, I do... vaguely recall their relationship did not work so going into this episode thank god we watched what if because Mm -hmm. what if did it the right way and showed us the love story and so part of my issue with this movie is that even though i feel like they they did earn the line i loved i I, i've loved you in every universe man i just I just wish that maybe we had more of the opening, like, I don't know. We, we more got to see like that one universe where, where she, her death was the cause of him. Like there was something so poetic about that, that story Mm -hmm. where I honestly feel, I honestly feel like that one episode of what if is really Dr. Strange in the multiverse of madness. Mm -hmm. And then this is kind of just like, a weird continue. I don't know if it's not even a continuation. I yeah. don't know where I'm going with this. My point. No, no. Yeah, I totally agree. I see where you're going. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, my point. My point being is just that I I think that this movie had a better romance. Mm-hmm. Um, and but but it just it wasn't explored enough, and the viewers didn't get enough of their chemistry the first go around to where where they they would really earn that and then i had no idea who she was at the at the end of the movie who charlie's theron was gonna play but from what i understand it's gonna be a love interest and i'm just like wait a second you're telling me Mm -hmm. you just spent a what if episode it's arguably the best doctor strange that we've seen on screen yet and all about christine and then this whole movie is all about how like she is the one for him. However, they will never make it work in any of these universes. So now you're going to throw in another love interest? Really? Yep. WTF. Yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm a shipper. No, do not, do not fuck with me. <laughs> okay? No. Not <laughs> Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But Yeah, yeah. That was, um, that was, yeah. Throw a clear, because I, 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 I uh, again, as far as hadn't really gotten deep in the Doctor Strange's lore, so you know, I, my daughter and I looked at each other like whenever that that in credit mid mid credit happened, and we were both like, "Now who is that?" So, it was also very cheesy. 
there was something about the way that that was shot that made me think of Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that shot, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I'm, you know, and but to get back to your point about Christine and, and what if, and I, and I think that's as I as I said from from the outset, you you you, be, you basically expand expanded the, the exact point I was uh, that I was thinking about when I said the payoff for some of those for the DC plus D- Disney plus shows uh, because I think if I hadn't watched what if and given that it's been so long since I watched the original Doctor Strange uh, the first Doctor Strange movie I the relationship between him and Christine probably would not have like landed the way it did for me in this film uh and, and understanding that line for example uh and uh, as far as their 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 story their their whole story so I, you know so again that that, that is, that's another example of how these these sh- those shows have really provided a good roadmap and and story points for these uh, these uh, these movies and 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 why the form of television or streaming shows can can really help with the universe building to to give it, give us a deeper understanding of these characters because like you said you know since we didn't get those extra fifteen minutes in the film to, to about telling the hero story uh, Wanda was clearly the star of this film and should have been first billing. <laughs> Right. Right. Definitely. Um, so, so what about, so the Illuminati is also yeah. a big, um, topic. Yeah. Um, we, we got to see Reed Richards. We yeah. got to see Xavier. We got to see Black Bolt. We got to see, uh, Peggy Carter. Um, we got to see, um, the other version of Captain Marvel. Yeah. They all die. Yeah. They all, yeah. They die. That's why they, they revealed die. it in the trailer. Because <laughs> they're like, how <laughs> these people are gonna die in yeah. some way, in a manipulated way? I don't. Yeah. I, I I don't know really if that was the right or wrong decision to make. Just because we know we're gonna get a Fantastic Four movie. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah, I will say that I I I I they got me on that one. I I. Uh, I was not spoiled with that particular. Didn't see anything on Twitter or, so, or Facebook or anything that Reed Richards is in this film. And um, I, 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 I was like, they, I, I had the, the Leonardo DiCaprio meme moment where I was like in the theater when I saw John Krasinski pop up on the screen. Fan casting reward. <laughs> Man, I, I don't know why, but I was not surprised. Well, I was, it wasn't. It was just they went there. I guess it was more. It was just more of a like they gave you it and they immediately took it away. Exactly. <laughs> they were like, they, okay. They, and and but my point being is that I I don't know if it was a good or bad thing just because we are going to see these heroes again and it's kind of like can't. But Wanda can kill you. Like she has, and I know you're fly. You're not that. I don't know. It's just. It was just was weird to. Well, it, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I was gonna say. I mean, I, I just think it was just showing that 
just the destructive power of Wanda. And, you know, and I, and I think back to the, with WandaVision, a lot of people thought that it was going to be the House of M storyline and that kind of stuff. And we kind of got it a modified, modified version of it here, where, of course, in House of M, you know, she spoke the words that depowered all the mut- mutants. Here, she took out, is it showing that, you know, the Illuminati are the best of the best as far as, like, you know, their respective you know, represent, well, representation? Suck. Huh? They suck. <laughs> yeah, well, I think well, it was their arrogance. It was like, this is like, I, I give you, this is what the gods in Moon Knight should have been like. But it, I think they were trying to portray that in Moon Knight as far as their arrogance, but it didn't come across, it didn't, it didn't come quite across the way that it was that it did here in this film right (laughs) arrogance is their downfall was their downfall yeah yeah i mean cool sequences but i just i don't know it was it was strange um to pun intended (laughs) um but it happened this movie happened yeah um is there anything else that you want to talk about um, I mean, it was, it was really, yeah, the, the Illuminati, um, uh, what do you think about uh, our accidental Sorcerer Supreme, Wong? Wong's and, great. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, Wong is a supporting character. When he's on screen with Strange, they tend to have the mo- the best chemistry, but there was so much of this movie where they were fighting the same um, witch in different universes that we didn't get a lot of the Wong strange combo. So. Yeah, but yeah, we, we, we didn't, we didn't. Um, and then of course, you know, I think the other, uh, the other thing that um, really stood out to me as far as the film was just, you know, we, we did get zombie strange, um, even though, uh, yeah. And, and, I guess, you know, speak going back to the Illuminati and just how they like retold the story of of um, for the public, and, and but the truth being that you know it's strange used the the dark hole to uh, and, and the consequences from that, and and also seeing you know how our six one strict six strange ended up using the same thing, and then you know and that was the other thing too with that ending. That did bother me. Um, you know, we see the third eye pop up, and he, you know, and, and we, and we have this like he falls into the street, like his head is going to explode, like like Black Bolt or or Reed Richards, but you know, then the eye pops up, and then and then like the mid credit is is uh, he, he's fine again. He's like, oh, okay, I've I've, I've I've adapted to this thing. It was like too soon. I don't I don't know. I just didn't. That that did kind of it was kind of like yeah kind of moment for me as far as as far as that um, and then of course you know yeah yeah but it was and that and then people really understood like followed the exact narrative of what was going on because it was so many different strange retellings and mm-hmm. all the same fate and so it it got it they almost they overcomplicated it which is which is weird because coming off of no way home again coming off of what if coming off of um there's another one that now i'm blanking on 
um, we've seen um, into the Spider Verse. We've seen yeah. multiverse stories do really yeah. well, be very simple, but for whatever reason, I think I think all of those other stories, the the hero narrative was very straightforward. Very, you could follow along. There was a true journey. There was consequences. Fuck, yeah. there was a lot of loss in Spider Man, but in this movie. It, it was it was not there. Like the emotional stuff was not there. Yeah. Um, all of that was tied into the villain. Yeah, yeah. And, there, and it, so, um, but but still, um, yeah. Strange definitely did get lost in that in that madness. Yeah, he, he definitely did. But uh, but as far as the you know the direction and everything about the film, I mean, I, you know, I, I know you, I. A lot of Sam Sam Raimi trademarks, a lot of jump scares, and you know one of the things that I, I did appreciate whenever uh, Wanda was chasing them in the Illuminati's uh, ca- uh, cab uh, office in, in the back, and I guess in the Baxter Building, it uh, you know it, it, I had I had definitely like callbacks to Evil Dead with the with the oil that from the Ultron bots on her face, thinking about all the fake blood that Sam Raimi used to use in Evil Dead because he didn't want to get an X-rating because of the violence, but he just had, like, dark stuff, dark ketchup or molasses for the blood for uh, just to get R-rating. But, uh, you know, so there was those little moments about the film, too, that, uh, you know, if you're a fan of Sam Raimi's work, uh, I think... Many people have said it. Uh, if you if you like Sam Raimi's work, you will enjoy this film. If not, um, it uh, you may not. But I think, but at its core, I think another thing you just said that the emotional aspects of it was taken away quite a bit because of um, uh, because of the action adventure nature of it, and there was less 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 heart in, in this film than than some of the others. Yep. On that note, Will, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find you? Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Will and Polk, W-I-L-L-M-P-O-L-K. And you can find me on Twitter at SJ Belmont, S-J-B-E-L-M-O-N-T. Please follow our crew on Twitter at Scene and Nerd. Friend us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and visit our website, www.sceneandnerdpodcast.com. But most importantly, rate, follow, and comment on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good night, geek out. You're welcome.